Hello, and welcome to the Kinepic Knowledge Base podcast. I'm Sabol Choshvat. And I'm Christian Sigeti. We are the CEOs and co-founders here at Kinepic, and every month we are going to be welcoming guests from within lots of different aspects of medicine to talk with us about best practices and new innovations in the industry. Today we are welcoming Dr. Janos Kish from Kinepic, who is a CSO. Hello, Janos, and welcome. Hello, everybody. Thank you for the opportunity to be here, and I would like to greet our listeners. Please tell our listeners what you are going to talk with us about today. Okay, so today I would like to tell you some information on our uh, different uh, digital variants and geography algorithms. And I would like to present you some data as well, clinical data from our clinical investigations, which uh, demonstrate the benefits of our algorithms. Uh, Namely, I would like to present two algorithms, the DVA-1, which was the traditional original algorithm, and the DVA-2, which is a specially designed and newly developed algorithm details are later. It's very good, but I uh, don't think so. The listener know what is the DVA-1 and DVA-2. The DVA-1 technology is based on a basic patented kinepic algorithm. In many clinical areas, this has worked very well, but uh, uh, we have we, start, we have started developing a new algorithm as later co-later DVA two. What was the clinical need to develop the the more algorithm? Well, uh, actually, yes, as you mentioned, uh, the, the original uh, tra- uh, traditional algorithm, the DVA, which is which was called later DVA one, uh, performed uh, very well in different areas and different settings as we investigated in the lower limb uh, uh, angiography, also in the abdominal settings and also in the angiography. But uh, we realized that under certain conditions, even this algorithm, although performs much better than the DSA, the gold standard digital subtraction angiography algorithm, uh, even in this case, it has some uh, uh, problems and the, uh, the justification or the judgment of the image and the diagnostic uh, evaluation of the images sometimes is even in under these conditions is difficult. So we decided that probably uh, with some modifications of the original algorithm, we could further improve the performance of digital variance and geography. And that's why we have started to develop this new algorithm, which we algorithm, which we called later uh, DVA two. Uh, actually, uh, what we realized uh, was uh, the first experience. You know, our first uh, clinical trials were mainly in the lower limb, and uh, uh, the interventional radiologists who use our uh, algorithm of the DVA-1 experienced some difficulties to, to evaluate angiograms uh, which uh, were taken or acquired under uh, difficult conditions. For example, you know, uh, one of the major benefits of uh, the DVA technology is the dose management, which means that the, the quality reserve or the excess quality of uh, the DVA uh, angiograms allows uh, the reduction of uh, radiation dose or contrast agent amount. 
However, under these conditions, uh, uh, the image uh, or the acquired image is not as good in quality as under normal conditions when uh, we obtain the image uh, with a full dose uh, protocol. And also uh, we uh, have tested our DVA technology in carbon dioxide assisted angiography. And we also uh, experienced some difficulties, especially when we tried to evaluate uh, the angiograms, which were uh, taken uh, in a lower part of the lower limb, uh, the popliteal and the talocrugal regions. And uh, that, that was the need, or that was the need that generated the need to develop something which probably could further improve performance of uh, DVA. And uh, finally, our uh, developers, algorithm developers, found a solution for this and developed this new technology called DVA2, which is basically uh, uh, similar uh, to the DVA1 technology but uh, uses different algorithms to uh, reduce uh, the signal, uh, to reduce the noise on the images. And also, uh, which is a very frequent problem in lower limb angiography, is that uh, the bones and the shadow of the bones uh, cause uh, artifacts which uh, make the evaluation of the blood vessel, the condition of the blood vessel difficult. So uh, this special algorithm, which we decided to develop, aimed at to reduce uh, the artifacts in the lower limb and also to improve the signal-to-noise ratio. And especially, which was a, a special need, we aimed at to improve uh, the visualization of small vessels. Uh, in the popliteal and especially in the talocrural region, there are many small vessels of which uh, the condition of which uh, should be uh, clearly uh, visualized and diagnosed uh, by the interventional radiologist. And for this purpose, we developed finally this DVA2 technology. I wouldn't go into uh, the mathematical details. The most important is that the, the DVA2 uh, reprocesses the images. Okay, and what are the big mathematical and algorithmical difference between the, the DVA1 and DVA2? Well, uh, I think I, I would like to go into the fine details, but uh, what is uh, the main difference is that uh, DVA1 is uh, based on the uh, standard deviation calculation. So it means that we take uh, every pixels from a series, uh, from an acquisition, and we calculate the standard deviation for each pixel. Uh, which means that uh, we receive a kind of, that's why we call it digital variance and geography. Now, in the case of uh, DVA2, we um, use a, a similar uh, basis and we use actually the DVA1 image for the basis, but after that, we uh, use a more complicated uh, uh, algorithm which uh, calculates not only the single pixel images, but takes into consideration the images around the single picture, a single pixel, which means that uh, uh, we can get a kind of uh, uh, smooth uh, picture or image. And uh, also we can apply different filters, noise filters. Uh, uh, the user can select between different filters, med median or uh, mean filters, or he can uh, select uh, an image without the filter, so it's optional and uh, depends on the uh, taste 
of the uh, user who can compare the different types of images. And uh, the final result of all of these, uh, 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 all of these additional manipulations are that uh, the image will be much better in uh, the signal from in terms of signal to noise or contrast to noise ratio. And also uh, the unwanted bone artifacts might be minimized. Blood vessels are visualized much better. So that was, that was the major reason and that was the aim. And we believe that finally DBA2 accomplished this task and uh, performs better under certain, certain conditions than DBA1. Based on the clinical result, uh, what do you think? Uh, which of the region are the DBA2 is better than the DBA1? Well, actually, you know, we made uh, a lot of comparative studies uh, to investigate uh, the usefulness of DBA2 over DBA1. And what we realized was that uh, actually when we use it in the abdominal region, for example, in embolization settings, uh, DBA1 performs much better than DBA2. So apparently uh, because of the anatomical conditions, because of the presence of the intestinal uh, gases and uh, the bowel movements, Probably here the DBA2 algorithm is not appropriate for use. On the other hand, uh, when we investigated the lower limb, we realized that uh, even in the lower limb, there are some limitations for the use. Very recently, we have published a paper uh, with uh, Professor Monken's group. Actually, uh, this is a very uh, good uh, group from Marburg, the recent. University Marburg. And uh, uh, actually, we have investigated the use and we have compared the use of DVA1 and DVA2 in selective uh, lower limb interventions. I would like to emphasize this selectivity because it means that uh, the catheter is usually much closer to the lesion, uh, usually in the femoral artery close to the lesion site, which means that the quality of the images much better than in, uh, compared to the diagnostic angiography, uh, lower limb angiography. In contrast to the selective angiography, when we use uh, di diagnostic uh, lower limb angiography, the, the end of the catheter is above, typically is above uh, the arctic bifurcation, which means that the contrast agent has to uh, pass much longer uh, sections of the blood vessels and the balls of the contrast agent uh, balls uh, will be diluted. And uh, therefore uh, the intensity of the uh, contrast agent will be lower compared to the uh, selective angiography where the, the end of the uh, catheter is very close to the uh, lesion site and the balls will be uh, more compact uh, and uh, visualizes the lesion artery segments. So what we uh, observed uh, that when we compare uh, the DVA1 and DVA2 in this selective angiography setting, actually DVA1 and DVA2 performed very similarly. There was no big difference between them. Uh, so uh, there were no advantages of DVA2 under these settings. 
However, I have to emphasize that, as I mentioned, VVA2 was specifically uh, developed for conditions where uh, the visualization or the uh, conditions are difficult for the visualization of blood vessels. Typical condition, for example, when uh, you use this diagnostic angiography, when, I, when uh, the contrast agent is diluted, especially below the knee. Uh, and uh, also uh, in case of carbon dioxide assisted angiography, where the uh, quality of the images is generally uh, weaker or lower than uh, compared to the iodinated uh, contrast media assisted angiography. We finally uh, found that uh, although under normal conditions, DVA1 and DVA2 performs uh, very similarly, when we have these extreme situations like the dose management studies, uh, DVA2 uh, performs better than DVA1. So uh, we have just recently completed a, a large uh, clinical study, large-scale clinical study on radiation dose uh, reduction in patients with the lower limb uh, diagnostic angiography. And uh, what we found was that uh, actually uh, under uh, reduced conditions when the radiation dose was reduced by 70%, the DVA1 algorithm was equal in quality with the full dose DSA algorithm, which means that the DVA1 performed perfectly and uh, provided identical image quality as, uh, D, uh, as DSA, a full dose DSA. On the other hand, uh, when we compared the, the DVA2 angiograph uh, angiograms, we realized or the results show that the DVA2 uh, has better image quality, provides better image quality, and what is more important, better image quality than DVA1 and better image quality than DSA, full dose DSA. And uh, when we uh, uh, studied the different regions, we found that the lower the region, the bigger the difference for uh, DVA2, or the bigger the advantage for DVA2. So it means that uh, in the popliteal regions and uh, especially in the talocrura region, DVA2 perform uh, much better than DVA1. Uh, actually, about 70% of the images were, uh, received higher uh, quality score uh, for DVA2 than DVA1, and only 20% of the DVA1 images was better than DVA2. 10% uh, was identical. It is very exciting. What does it mean? Okay, so actually, and I would like to emphasize that because this is the take-home message between the DVA1 and DVA2, that we have developed this new technology, DVA2, and uh, the available clinical data show that this new algorithm and new technology is especially advantageous under extremely bad conditions. I mean the bad when the uh, visualization uh, of the blood vessels is difficult. For example, it's a typical situation when we use dose management. If you reduce the radiation dose, of course, the image quality will be lower. And under these uh, uh, reused conditions, or if we reduce the contrast agent, the result is the same because we use rest contrast, so the image quality is weaker again. So under these conditions, when there is an extreme situation for the angiography conditions or acquisitions, DVA2 
might be much better than DGA1. And we recommend the use of this new algorithm, especially for these conditions. If I understand correctly, uh, during the intervention, usually use uh, iodinated or CO2 as contrast media, but below the knee, the CO2 is not give enough image quality. Could the DVA2 helps in these cases to change the, into iodine-free protocols? Well, exactly. That is one of the major advantages of DVA2 because our preliminary clinical data show that if we use the DVA2 uh, algorithm or processing method for uh, lowering angiography uh, acquired under uh, conditions where CO2 was used as a contrast agent, the image quality is dramatically improved. So it means that uh, the DVA2 is also very suitable for lower limb interventions uh, when CO2 is used as a contrast agent and especially uh, the below the knee regions where uh, typically the carbon dioxide assisted angiograms are very, uh, the normal DSA uh, in DSA mode are very uh, poor, have a very poor quality. So yes, uh, the answer is yes. Uh, this is another uh, situation, the carbon dioxide assisted lower limb angiography below the knee, where the uh, imaging conditions are very uh, difficult. And under these conditions, as I mentioned before, uh, DVA2 performs very well. How will be available for the end user this, this special algorithm? At the moment, the current release, uh, which is currently 5.1, but uh, very soon we will release the 5.2 version. Uh, DBA2 is available uh, for everybody and uh, for every applications. But as I mentioned, uh, what we saw was that the, the advantage of DBA2 can be observed mainly in the lower limb interventions and especially in the below the knee regions, the talocrural, popliteal talocrural regions. And uh, because of this, we uh, thought that probably uh, we will develop a special module uh, for uh, the Kinepic software, which is tailored and designed for, especially for these very important below the knee interventions and lower limb interventions. And we will uh, specifically incorporate to this version, the DVA2 technology, and uh, probably we will not include in all uh, other versions. Uh, of course, it uh, requires some further planning, but uh, I have to mention that, of course, uh, if you calculate more images, it takes more time. So in uh, certain areas where the DVA2 image is not beneficial, makes no sense to uh, dedicate time for the calculation of DVA2. Uh, but uh, it, is, uh, it depends on the developmental plans. But it is obvious that uh, if we develop a specific tool, a specific uh, version of the software which is dedicated for the lower limb interventions and especially for the below the knee interventions uh, and probably additionally the below the knee interventions with carbon, carbon dioxide assist, uh, and geography, then uh, uh, I think uh, it's worth to uh, incorporate the DVA2 and use it uh, because it has major benefits and advantages compared to the DVA1. So in the future, I think uh, you can expect a special below the, new, uh, below the knee modules uh, or a version of the software which is tailored for this purpose. Thank you to all our listeners for joining us today.
And a big thank you to Janos from Kinepic for sharing your insight and wisdom with us. If anyone has any questions, throw or comment about the things we have discussed in today's podcast, be sure to get in touch with us. Looking forward to catching you all next time when we welcome another inspiration guest to the Kinepic Knowledge Base podcast. Bye. Bye bye, everybody.